All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the two ugly for TV podcast bonus podcast. Get these once a week, roughly. Me, Nathan, yammering at you, um, telling you thoughts inside my head, coming out my mouth as words. Um, Jake and I on the regular podcast have talked about this a lot. Uh, This involves uh, Judge Kavanaugh and his hearings, but it's a sideways uh, conversation, what I'm going to have today about uh, Kavanaugh. The idea in my head is called The Company You Keep, and it involves something that happened on Facebook, and you are free to listen and determine whether or not I am correct or whether or not I am full of shit. Um, Each response is uh, equally plausible and possible. So here you go, the company you keep. Now, as I post this, it will be Friday, October 5th. On Thursday, one week ago, one week and one day ago, on Thursday, September 27th, 2018, America was glued to their screens because that's when both Dr. Ford and Brett Kavanaugh were testifying before the Senate Judiciary Committee. People watched this in bars and restaurants on their phones, and there was even a picture of an airplane where every single TV on the screen, uh, on the seat in front of them, had the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings going uh, on the screen. Everybody was watching. Everybody's watching. So that night, after the hearings, I did what most people do. I logged on to the modern-day water cooler called social media, and uh, specifically Facebook, and on Facebook I saw that one of my old high school classmates had dropped a status with his opinion on the hearings. Now, a quick side note, I spent my junior and senior high school years in a small town in Wisconsin. Every election cycle, the phrase small town values is bellowed like Whitman's barbaric yop across the rooftops. But in reality, small town generally means small minds. Not always, but more often than not. I'm not saying this to describe my friend, but more to describe the atmosphere we were raised in. So getting back to the point, My friend on Facebook suggested that the day had changed nothing for anyone and that everything still boiled down to he said, she said. I disagreed with this. Observing temperament and believability, from what I saw, only one of the two people testifying seemed to be leaning toward truth. Well, this set off, um, let's call it a mildly spirited discussion. Basically, I knew I was picking a fight on Facebook, and a fight I got. Quite a few of our classmates started piling on, because if there's one thing we all have, it's an opinion. Now, since everyone knew everyone, the discussion was unlike the comments section of your average online news article, and it was mostly civil. But I was easily outnumbered, and by that I mean I was standing alone. Everyone was Team Kavanaugh, except for me. Which was fine, it's what I expected. And at the end of it all, things got as boring as any online argument and everything petered out, and no one changed anyone's mind. Then Friday rolled around, and several things happened. First, 
the official magazine of the Jesuits in the United States, withdrew its endorsement of Judge Brett Kavanaugh. They now believed his name should be removed from Supreme Court consideration. And if you're unaware, Pope Francis is a Jesuit. For that organization to withdraw its endorsement is huge. So that was the first thing that happened on Friday. Second, the website Vox posted a color-coded side-by-side diagram of each testimony. If a line was marked in blue, it meant the speaker had tried to answer a direct question. If a line was marked in red, it meant the speaker avoided answering a direct question. When you looked at the graph, Dr. Ford's side was a sea of blue. Brett Kavanaugh's side was a wash in red. That speaks volumes to the character of each person. But even more important to me than the Jesuits or Vox was a one-two punch that really brought things home. I read an article describing the type of person who responded to Kavanaugh's combative testimony. Contained within that article was a statistic showing that educated people tended to believe Dr. Ford while less educated people sided with Brett Kavanaugh. And as I was reading that in a beautiful moment of wonderful timing, of serendipity, as I was reading, or maybe right after, I started getting Facebook notifications. Another old classmate of mine, someone who was not a part of the initial he said, she said conversation, that person showed up and started liking all the comments on the thread that defended Kavanaugh. The reason this made me happy is because that person, the person now liking the pro-Kavanaugh comments, that person is someone who has multiple arrests on their record, including domestic violence. And they have vocalized the following beliefs. One, first responders earn too much money and should only be paid minimum wage. Two, chemtrails are real. The government is trying to control us by spraying the atmosphere with mind-altering drugs. Three, vaccinations cause autism. Four, rape victims shouldn't have been dressed the way they were or had as much to drink as they did at the time of attack. I cannot lie. Seeing that person pop up in opposition to my stance made me smile. It cemented my belief that I was on the correct side of things. It also made me wonder what the classmates who had been arguing with me thought of their new supporter. What goes through your mind when someone like that is on your side? What sort of moral and mental gymnastics do you have to do to justify your position? You know, well, sure, that person is a domestic abuser who said the Confederate flag is about heritage, not slavery, and that anyone trying to remove statues of Southern Civil War generals is no different than what ISIS does when they destroy historical artifacts in Iraq and Syria. But they're dead on right when it comes to Kavanaugh. Well, that's like saying, well, Hitler was a little too into genocide, but I appreciate his paintings. It doesn't make sense. And yes, for the record, the Confederate flag is about heritage is another belief my former classmate holds. Look, we live in a divided age where things that are gray 
are supposed to be black or white. Where we don't see nuance or humanity, we see absolutes. It's not a fun time and it doesn't help anyone. I say that because I know that many of my friends who support Kavanaugh are not knuckle-dragging misogynistic Neanderthals. They were raised in a certain environment and now receive their, quote, news from specific sources designed to reinforce beliefs, not shed light. That said, I would like them to take a look at the people around them, the others on their side. Hopefully, what they see will give them pause and make them rethink their current perceptions. When we look in a mirror, we can convince ourselves we are moral people. When we look around, the truth of who we are is revealed. Looking around and seeing who we stand with and who stands with us is something we should all do. Okay, that's technically where my thoughts end, uh, except later after I wrote it. Quick postscript. Um, Alabama pedophile judge Roy Moore threw his support behind Kavanaugh. So again, that plays into everything I had said through the piece. Who is on your side? Who do you stand with? Do you stand with the Jesuits, Pope Francis's group? Or do you stand with a pedophile?